1: podcasting to millions from webmasterradio.fm's world headquarters. Webmasterradio.fm proudly presents the longest running program on affiliate marketing, celebrating over 500 episodes. Welcome to the Affiliate Buzz 500. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell are here to inspire, inform, and rev up your motor with expert insight, interviews, and information that will rev up your bottom line. Accelerate your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now holding at pole position, going pedal to the metal, behind the wheel of this 1965 Shelby Cobra. Here's James and Arlene. Yes, this is James Mortel here and welcome to
2: edition number 501 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we have found owning a profitable lifestyle-based business is the fastest way for you to obtain the freedom and lifestyle you've been dreaming about. If you're an entrepreneur striving to create Earn from anywhere income so you can spend more time traveling, more time enjoying your family, and more time doing all of the things that matter to you the most, you're in exactly the right place. It is for these reasons each week we focus on discussions. It is for these reasons each week we focus our discussions on developing lifestyle businesses, earning income from anywhere, and tips, tools, and strategies for doing so. Arlene happens to be away today, however, not to worry. I am joined by Eric Harbison, Chief Marketing Officer at Aweber, and today we're going to talk about how to drive affiliate sales with email marketing. If you're wondering where email should fit on your priority to-do list, it's been said that a whopping 70% of people who visit your website will never return again unless you get them on your list. And if uh, we're looking at opportunity lost, I think if you let that settle in for a moment, it's uh, definitely uh, a great reason to listen up today. I know all of us can always be improving our email marketing strategies, building out our audiences, and all things related. Now, before Eric joins us on that topic, if you happen to be on our website, In iTunes or on our YouTube channel, I'd like to invite you to take a few seconds to click the subscribe button to receive weekly episodes of the Affiliate Buzz. It'll take you just a second, so you may want to go ahead and do that now. Now, Eric Harbison is the Chief Marketing Officer at AWeber.com, where he drives AWeber's overall marketing operations, vision, and strategy, and oversees core growth disciplines, including business development, social media, PR, brand, and content marketing. Eric has more than 20 years of experience in marketing and advertising and that includes starting and selling a boutique agency, growing award-winning marketing teams and launching performance-based marketing campaigns. Eric has contributed as an expert panelist, moderator and speaker at various marketing and advertising events and is a regular contributor to Huffington Post, Huffington Post, sorry, entrepreneur.com media post, and business.com. Eric, welcome to the Affiliate Buzz.
3: James, thanks for having me. Glad to be here.
2: Hey, it's great to have you on board. And I thought, uh, you know, before we dig into this whole world of uh, email marketing, I had a little peek and I noticed that uh, you are the creator and lead instructor for the number one nationally ranked online certif- uh, certification course in digital marketing for the university of uh, vermont tell us a little bit about that before we dig in
3: sure i think um, i mean teaching has been in my blood my father was a teacher so it's something i always wanted to do in, in leveraging my experience in marketing uh, partnered with the folks at U- university of vermont and helped to build a curriculum that helped to educate not just recent recent graduates but uh, adult learners and and those in looking for a continuing education and build a curriculum focused on the fundamental digital marketing channels of which we dive deep into all the channels required for a business or marketer or startup uh, to really be aware of before they even start you know chipping away at uh, running any marketing programs so been doing that for about um geez it's been about five years now Hmm. and um it's it's really just a it's a passion of mine it's just great to connect with folks and help them understand and I just understand the channels, uh, but understand how the channels work together, and I think that's the biggest takeaway most students get from that course.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's very good. I'm going to definitely have to uh, take a little peek over there. Let's jump into email marketing. You and I taught a little talk uh, a little chat before the call about debunking myths and deliverability and gdpr and segmenting us all the various things that we can dive into with uh, mm-hmm. with regards to uh, building out an audience here let's if you could though start off on the on and as i said in the in the intro there the priority to-do list where would you find that most companies or affiliates uh, business owners Have their affiliate marketing strategy placed? And where do you feel it should be as
3: far as a priority for affiliate marketing or email marketing for, for affiliate marketing, affiliate marketing? Yeah. You know, it's interesting because it it seems to be, at least in the spaces that I've worked in, I've worked with both, uh, you know, big brand retailers, but also, you know, uh, um, uh, solopreneurs or digital online digital marketers. And it usually falls somewhere in the top five things that they consider because uh, oftentimes the, the brands or the, or the businesses are looking to focus on more, um, uh, I think more popular channels, whether that's email or that's paid search or that's uh, Facebook. Uh, and then it's when they realize the power of affiliate marketing, that's when, again, usually fourth, fifth down the list where it, it, they realize that they've built an audience and now it's time to educate that audience. And if you're a brand, it's time to turn that audience into your uh, experts of your product or service. Um, but if you're an affiliate, uh, it's, it's time for you to start understanding how to how to learn more and how to build a relationship with that, that merchant or that brand. Um, so unfortunately, it's, it, I haven't seen it to be the priority, but I have seen it become a priority after they realize the strength of relationships that can be built through an affiliate program.
2: Long-time listeners know that uh, I'm somebody that started my list in 2004, which sounds pretty good, except I started in the business full-time in 1999. So I didn't even build a single email subscriber for five years, and honestly, I kicked myself even to this day because of uh, opportunity loss and just not – first of all, not understanding back then just too busy doing everything else and not really focusing in on, okay, Hey, I need to build an audience. And thank goodness I did because of the ups and downs of search and everything that's happened over the last, you know, near 20 years in the business. Uh, there's been a few times where we've had to survive on our email list is where we re- rebuilding Google rankings or whatever we happen to be doing. So to us, it's been that important. And that, and I know that a lot of entrepreneurs, as you say you know they're focused on other things and they're busy but when when it comes to you know getting started with this it it doesn't really have to be that difficult does it
3: it does not and you know we've been working with uh, a lot of our customers here at AWeber you know a lot of uh, online entrepreneurs small businesses and really there's there's you know inside of AWeber or probably any ESP that you're using email service provider you're using all you need is a link to have a form that can start capturing um, information whether that's name and email or just email and just creating some series of value that that customers or that potential customers can get uh, we actually had somebody here sit and do it inside of 10 minutes so the, 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 the I think people think it's a very complex thing it takes there's a lot of moving parts and it's it's uh, it requires some coding things like that and the reality is within 10 minutes you can have a form or landing page created uh, you can spend some time, even just having a very basic, "Tell me more about yourself" email, or something that gets engagement from those that sign up, um, and that's just a way to get started with, you know, people starting to know who you are before you start building other things that are going to build trust. Mm-hmm. There's
2: some myths out there, and you use the word debunking the myths. What what would be some of the myths around email marketing?
3: Uh, um, it's okay to buy a list. Um, (laughs) that's always been a, been a good conversation. Uh, now that may largely happen with B2B environments and B2B brands business to business. But, um, I I don't really believe at this point in time, given all the, the abilities that are at anyone's disposal, that there's a need to buy a list. And oftentimes it's done to kind of cut, you know, the, the factor of time, but, uh, it's kind of a short sighted view in that, you know, your, your value is going to be emails, a long term play. And you start building that long-term play by organically growing your list by providing value. So, you know, buying a list just to kind of get a list of names, and I still see emails and and forums that I'm part of, where people are trying to negotiate and find the best vendor to buy lists. And uh, it's something that really is a, um, you know, unfortunately, it's still happening. But um, hopefully, not not for long. Or those that do it will probably find themselves not having much success.
2: Yeah. Interesting. You, uh, you say it's okay to buy a list. That would be actually, when you said that, I'm like, Hmm, interesting. I never really actually thought that was okay.
3: Oh, it's never okay. I think, I think it's, uh, people think it's okay. And and that's, that's the myth is that people think it's okay. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. So it's, um, it's one of those things where, um, as long as email has been around and you're talking about, you know, being involved in this in the late nineties before, Can spam laws were in place I mean it was the wild west but you know things have definitely changed uh, I think for the better uh, so that inboxes are more relevant uh, over time.
2: Now I'm here with Eric Harbison chief marketing officer at Aweber and after a real quick break I'll be asking Eric to talk a little bit about deliverability the good old uh, Gmail spam filter and personalization should we collect the first name or not we'll do that and more right after the break.
0: More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors.
1: The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2018. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your
4: Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, WebmasterRadio.fm,
1: the addiction that's good for you.
0: Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's James and Arlene.
2: Arlene is way today. However, I'm here with Eric Harbison, Chief Marketing Officer at Aweber, and we're talking about how to drive affiliate sales with email marketing. Let's talk about... uh, deliverability and of course there's no point in us sending out emails if they're not getting them so what 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 advice can you offer to uh to us to make sure that we are getting delivered at least as best as we can
3: yeah that's a, that's a great point uh james in that you know you want to make sure that you're taking steps to make sure your emails get to the inbox that's why we uh, that's why we uh, enjoy and see the value of email um but the way I think about deliverability is, you know, we've realized that deliverability has four main parts or four main uh, influences as it relates to getting to the inbox. You know, talk about debunking myths. You know, a lot, a lot of marketers feel like the blame when their email ends up in the spam folder is it's Gmail's fault or it's uh, someone else's fault other than themselves as the marketer. So, you know, of the four things that need to, that influence deliverability, the first is the marketer themselves if the marketer is not taking steps to set very clear expectations, then they are in a path for frustration of having their emails not get delivered in the way they want. So the marketer actually can control, um, how they're setting the expectation of when someone gives you their name and email or just their email, what are you, what are you setting? What are you telling them that you're going to be sending them? Um, you know, we've seen these, these, uh, up forms that are just saying sign up for my newsletter or get information and while that may be true, can you do a better job of setting an expectation to that marketer, or, sorry, to that, to that subscriber? Um, so you wanna make sure that those expectations are as clear as possible as the marketer. The second thing that's gonna impact deliverability is the email service provider, uh, and that's gonna be your Aweber, your MailChimp, your Constant Contact, whomever that you choose. And you wanna make sure that you're making the right choice with the right provider that, that understands the importance of um, deliverability Understands the importance and and they, they care about who's signing up for their 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 business or, or their their platform because if you're a customer of that ESP you want to make sure you understand how they treat uh, spam how they treat poor senders how to make sure that you're not being impacted by somebody who's not following best practices uh, the third impact is going to be the internet service provider so that's Gmail that's that's uh, Outlook that's um, Yahoo, et cetera. And in a way, this is kind of like SEO, where there's this black box where we're not really sure what what, and how to to, to gain number one rankings, but we know there are some best practices that you can follow. So the ISPs always have these, you know, what they call good signals and bad signals when it comes to what's happening uh, from you, the marketer, to what the recipient is doing. So the ISP does play a role to kind of take a look to say, you know, are you not sending emails regularly? Uh, Do you try to send um, uh, an email to a list of 550 to 50,000, whatever the number is, once every six months? That's probably a bad signal for the ISP that says, um, you know, this is too infrequent for me to really uh, allow these emails to get through. And that's just an example of of what a bad signal could be. Um, And then the fourth piece is going to be the subscriber themselves. So the subscriber, how do they react on the other end? How do they react when they first get the email and it's in the promotions tab. Are you conditioning them and asking them to whitelist your email, you know, add it to a contact or, or drag it into that primary inbox? Um, so the subscriber is somebody who, you know, kind of has a mind of their own, but it's always fed by what expectations are you setting and how are you conditioning them to respond to your emails? Um, so that's kind of a high level of the four things that are gonna really drive uh, the ability to get in the inbox. And if you're a marketer and you're sending your emails and it's consistently getting into the spam folder, um, uh, spam spam folder or the promotions tab, you know, ask yourself what do you, what are you doing to control or to influence those four pieces that we just talked about. Mm, very interesting.
2: How about and this the timing on this is perfect actually. This whole area that we're hearing constantly in the news right now and in our inboxes about GDPR.
3: Yes. What's
2: uh, What's the scoop? What do we need to know?
3: Help us. So, Yes, uh, what I will say is we have a great blog post, and we can put it, uh, I can share it with your audience, but uh, there's a great blog post we have at blog.aweber.com. It's Six Myths About GDPR, which stands for the General Data Protection Regulation, and its intent is, is meant to manage European uh, or, or businesses within um, uh, Europe in terms of how they're collecting data and how they are treating that data uh, in terms of allowing those that sign up for messages from brands, allowing those subscribers to have more control over understanding and asking these marketers or brands, uh, what do you do with my information? And if I don't want to be part of your, your sending or part of your list um, I need to know that I have control to get out and, and, and kind of, unsubscribe completely. Um, So that's kind of a high level of how it's meant to regulate more of what's happening inside of Europe. However, I think any brand that's that's marketing anywhere, I mean, any brand using email could be global, but it's really just about being smart on knowing who's on your list, where they come from, and if somebody says, stop sending me emails, do you have the right steps in place to do that? Um, So while it feels like this this kind of grandiose issue that's happening i think the reality what it is is it's kind of a it's a nice uh, pr campaign on um are you prepared to really manage your your e- email list or, or email audience in a way that is keeping the subscriber first so all the tricks and all the the, the, the tricks and techniques of getting people to sign up and opt in or not opt out, if you will. Uh, I think those that are doing that with uh, with malicious intent will um, will be the ones to be identified.
2: So, is it safe to say for those of us who are using services like AWeber where we've got the automat- automated
3: automated opt out on the bottom of every email, are we are we good? Yes. Any any A Weber customer is good. Um, it, it's amazing how many companies are coming forth and saying we are GDPR compliant, and, and the reality is. Um, while there may be certain things to kind of recognize as as, as a email platform like us, which we have, um, the reality is we're just we're continuing to be smart about how we allow you to collect names, and how we allow our customers to send emails. So um, anyone who's an Arrow customer, we are good. Wonderful.
2: Check it off my to do list. Done.
3: Yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> so hey, before we go to the break, just take a moment if you would and take talk about the importance of personalization i know i get the question all the time is and i actually think about this myself every time i set up a new form is do i want to collect the first name and the email address is it a myth or what's the reality of do we get better conversion i know this is one of these crazy questions it's probably impossible to answer and as i say it out loud uh but should we collect the first name or just the email address or and of course there's so much more we could collect as well but what's your what's your thoughts?
3: Sure. So before anyone, if you're setting up your form and you're deciding, do I have name, should I have name and email or just email? Uh, the next question you ask yourself is what content am I sending them? Meaning, um, is it something that needs to be personalized? And if the answer is unequivocally, oh, absolutely, because I can, I can connect uh, more directly with somebody by using their name, then capture their name. Um, don't capture the name if you don't plan to use it. Um a lot of times we tell businesses start by just capturing the best email. Ask for the best email or the work email or the email that you use most, and then start building the relationship, and then over time start asking for more information. Um, so for anyone who's unsure, I'd say, well, don't miss the opportunity to collect an email address, set the right expectations, and then use that to start building trust. And you're right, the personalization is important. But it's even more important when the subscriber who just joined your list has a greater sense of trust with your brand. Then as you g- ask for the name, they're more probably more likely to give it as you've been providing value since day one. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, I'm here with Eric Harbison, Chief Marketing Officer at abober.com. And after uh, our last break, I'll ask Eric about best practices when it comes to email marketing, importance of subject lines, and welcome emails. We'll do that and more right after the break.
0: More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors.
4: Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix,
1: All of your favorite webmasterradio.fm programs on-air and on-demand 24-7. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Add some podcasts to your playlist as part of a better profit margin. More refreshing talk radio on-air and on-demand 24-7. Only on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere.
0: There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few. The proud. The Marines.
1: Webmasterradio.fm We're everywhere.
0: Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene.
2: Arlene is away today. However, I'm here with Eric Harbison, CMO at AWeber. And today we're talking about how to drive affiliate sales with affiliate marketing. Now, Eric, let's talk about, if you could, uh, what are some of the best practices?
3: Best practices, I mean, if you're an affiliate marketer, um, again, you you if you decide to use email, uh, that's a step in the right direction, you know, best practices. It's all about, like you had mentioned earlier, it's, it's all about how do you get to the inbox, but also how do you get the engagement? And one of the, the most important things for that is the subject line. And when you think about the subject line, uh, a lot of people kind of get stuck and they're not sure what to put in there. And the one thing I encourage everyone to do is just, uh, condition yourself to, uh, have a test plan and you know, if, if you're torn between three ideas, use all three of them and you know, the ability to really learn what reacts most with the audience. I mean, that's the beauty of emails that you'll know that almost immediately after hitting send, uh, what is working? Um, you know, depending on your brand and kind of what you're trying to establish, you know, what I've seen a lot of, and you may have seen this in your inbox is a lot of brands are asking questions. And when you're asking questions in your subject line, you're building curiosity and then that curiosity obviously leads to to someone wanting to learn more and open. Um, you know, I'd say coupled with subject lines is what is known as pre header text. And when you when you look at your email inbox, you see the subject line, then you see right to the right of it, you see this what is going to be probably four or five word um, line of, of copy, and that's the pre header text that is almost like the the um, the teaser to what is referencing the subject line, but also referencing what's in the body of the email. So. The, the best brands are making a combination between the subject line, the pre-header text, and that's going to be used to generate as much interest and curiosity for someone to want to open that uh, open that email. Hmm.
2: Just a little shout-out, too, for one of the uh, posts on the AWeber site that I visit frequently. It's called 51 Open-Worthy Subject Line Ideas, and, of course, we're always needing to come up with that great subject line and I find that just an invaluable resource and I'll I'll put a link to that in the show notes for, for listeners, because if you ever struggled with writing a a subject line, this should solve it pretty much instantly because there's just so many great ideas there. Would you uh, would you also take some time now uh, as we wrap up? We've got a couple minutes left. T- tell us about AWeber, and uh, let's talk about your affiliate program as well. I know I've been an affiliate uh, for, I can't even remember how long, it's well over a decade, probably closer to 15 years, and we've got a check from you every month since we started. And i got to thank you for that. But uh, well, thank you. But yeah, but 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 affiliates are always looking for great affiliate programs, and you guys happen to pay a recurring revenue for the lifetime value of the customer, which is amazing. So, talk about your affiliate program, if you would.
3: Yeah, the affiliate program we've had for over 15 years, and the the model is pretty simple. It's we'll pay you 30% recurring commissions for the lifetime of the account that you refer. And what that does is that incense whoever's referring. Um, uh, customers, we want to make sure that they're as educated as possible on Aweber, but we also want to make sure that they um, can provide the best onboarding experience for their audience because um, it behooves us to make sure that that, that refer is as um, well taken care of as possible to get onboarded quickly and to get access to all the education they need so that they can, can become successful and you as an affiliate can um, uh, be rewarded for those commissions 30% and, uh, for the lifetime of that account.
2: Now, also, I notice uh, your blog has just a wealth of uh, information as well, and I probably don't visit it as as, co- as often as I should have. But I also notice you have some other resources, like how to write e- uh, how to write in your emails. I guess I probably spelled that right. wrong. Basically, it's a course on how to write your emails, and I know some struggle with that as well. And I'd like to actually put a link to that as well in the uh, in the show notes for for listeners who are maybe struggling on how do I go about writing an email, and how do I you know basically, which is of course is an important thing. What uh, we're down to about uh, thirty seconds. Would you mind sharing uh, some final thoughts and some advice for those getting started?
3: Yeah, anyone getting started with email, I think, you know, first tell yourself that, um, you know, it's not as difficult or challenging as you think to get started. And, you know, leveraging some education and really writing maybe three or four emails, you can have a a source by which to start collecting emails within 10 minutes. Um, So don't be overwhelmed. Look for education as a guide. Uh, Set aside what I like to tell people, 30 minutes to an hour every week. Uh, towards your email campaign if you can do more great but you'll start uh, recognizing reward from that uh, inside of a month and i think anybody can do that it's just a matter of be committed to to put aside that that little bit of time per week and within a month you'll start to see some some uh, impact for your efforts
2: and of course listeners can learn more at aweber.com and i notice uh, affiliates can go to aweber.com forward slash affiliates.htm any any other contact
3: information that we need to share uh, if anybody wants to contact me to learn more or to learn more about educational resources we have, you can email me directly at H. that's E-R-I-K-H, at aweber.com.
2: Wonderful. Eric, thank you so much for joining us today.
3: James, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure.
2: Now, I can see we're out of time. Do keep in mind that we do keep all the show notes for you, including links to everything we discussed, at jamesmartel.com forward slash AB501. And I'm also going to add a couple additional links in there uh, to the AWeber site. There's a couple of blog posts I think everybody should have a peek at. One of them is, you're probably not sending this important email and it's a great piece. And then the second one is, uh, is a blog post entitled, we added two new emails to our blog series and increased clicks by 630%. That's a very interesting interesting read. I'd encourage you to, to uh, take a peek at that. And again, we have those on the show notes at jamesmartel.com forward slash AB501. Now, if you're considering building a lifestyle business so you can spend more time traveling, more time enjoying your family, and more time doing all of the things that matter to you most, I'm always available for a free discovery call at Jamesmartel.com forward slash discovery. And a final reminder that if you'd like to be alerted to new episodes each week, I appropriately, I think, ask you to uh, subscribe to the Affiliate Buzz by sending a blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at, interestingly enough, aweber.com, or by clicking subscribe, uh, the subscribe button on our website, in iTunes, or on our YouTube channel, or all of the above. Eric, thanks again, and to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz.
1: The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
4: Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be.